Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. Had a question come in on the topic of protein. Hey, Brendan, on the note of protein, how many grams are you trying to consume per kilogram of body weight daily? Or what macronutrient percentage share do proteins hover around for you? Thanks. So I've I've focused on nutrition seriously, I would say now for probably... Man, I think back to probably 2012 was when I was really diving in and experimenting with things. And mainly, I really got into it because that was one of my weaknesses. I didn't know anything about nutrition. And before I started cycling, really, if you'd asked me, like, what are the macronutrients? I'm I'm sure, like, I knew what a fat was. I knew what a protein was. I knew what a carb was. I didn't know how many calories one gram of each one had or I didn't know what percentages are recommended Uh, I just never never learned that never really thought about it it wasn't a huge thing for basketball players in high school back in you know 2000 or at least the ones that I was hanging out with so I really got into trying to understand what did I have to do to fuel and you know this is Before, you know, we're talking about 90 to 120 grams of carbs per hour when you're riding an intense bike ride. You know, back when we first started, it was 60 to 90. When I first started, the recommendation was 300 calories an hour. I was not eating enough on a bike ride because I'm putting out more kilojoules than most people. And no wonder why I was dying at hour six of some of these rides coming home. So there were times when I was really trying to get lean and I wasn't eating enough. There was time and I quickly turned it around. I was like, I have no power. I have no overdrive. Um, Never really had an issue with like body weight of of unhealthy eating or like a eating disorder, but tried to get really skinny. I thought skinny was what you know, that's what people talk about. I wasn't necessarily always thinking of, I need to be strong. And this was possibly, or probably back in like 20, I think of 2012 is when I really was, you know, doing some big races. NRC was still the big national calendar then. Uh, It was the Mount Bora days for people that have known me for a long time. Me and Andrew McCullough and uh, I'm actually going to see Andrew in Vermont in about a week. Not for GMSR, for our own uh, big rides. But to the protein point, um, even about maybe four years ago, five years ago, I got back into counting calories just to see like where my nutrition was at. And for me personally, calorie counting has never worked. Um, It has made eating harder if you go out to eat, there's no way you're going to get it right, exactly right. And then it's like you start worrying about like 400 calorie differences. Whereas, you know, I think the only good thing about calorie counting is that you have a, you get a really good grasp of portion sizes. You get a really good grasp of like nutrient breakdowns of foods. And also you might actually start reading labels. Um, more so than focusing on just the macronutrients. You know, I'm big into micronutrients. I'm big into things like real mushrooms. I think 
things like I don't use athletic greens just because it's super expensive and I haven't taken the time yet. I actually want to talk to Pablo about this. Um, you know, going back to maybe just like spirulina and Corella and, but I try to eat the, you know, they say eat a rainbow a day or they say eat 60 different foods. I try to eat a variety of stuff. Like if I ever catch myself, like not like taking something down, I'm like, whoa, dude, like just go eat something else. But even if it's carbs, even if it's just rice, I'm like, I don't need a ton of rice. I'll eat rice and bread and fruit as opposed to just rice. But those are carbs to the protein point. You know, the one beef, no no pun intended, the one problem I had with this, and I actually just Googled this, like grams of protein per day, grams of protein per day, let's say for endurance athlete, there's no definitive answer that we know. You know, there's 1.2 to 1.4 grams per kilogram is some recommendation. Some say as low as 0.8. Others say, well, what if you did a really hard session, then it's two, then it's like... The number's not going to... Our bodies are so complex, okay? And then back when I first started doing this, we were able to absorb 20 grams an hour. Now people say it's 30. There's other people that say your body's smart. If you eat 40, it's going to figure out what to do with it. I'm not very fat, so I don't think it just turns to fat I or I'm burning it also. You know, I can't wait for the day when we put something some food in our mouth and there's a thing that's like you just ate this many grams of this 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 and this is what's happening to it like some we have some like crazy monitor um let's see how many grams of protein per day for weight lifting the recommendation that quickly comes up is up to 1.7 grams so the reason I point this out is I don't think there's going to be an exact answer out there like that we can calculate and it's going to change day to day based on what you do. But let's say, you know, just for ease of it, um, what's a normal body weight? I'm so big that it's like, let's say 65 kgs. What is that in pounds? 65 kgs to pounds. I also had a 143. That's a skinny cyclist. Uh, let's say 70. And then we'll just say, then we can easily say 140 grams of protein, which should be more than enough, right? Two. That, that's the high level. So 140 grams, that would be like seven 20 gram servings. Whenever I'm eating something with protein, whether it's nuts or a ton of you know, fruit and rice and stuff, that's going to probably add up to close to 20. Or if I have, I do have protein shakes every once in a while. Again, I got onto like a pea protein that I really like because uh, I do think protein is important. But I think that you, you just, if you're eating a balanced diet and you're not just being weird and only eating carbs, which you, some people might think I do, you know, you're going to get your amounts of protein. And if you have a super hard workout, Focus on it and be like, okay, what has protein? I eat chicken a lot. There's a ton of protein in chicken. Like I actually try to like, I could eat a pound of chicken. I just love it. Chicken, rice, and veggies, crush it. But I try to not have just this huge meal. I try to make it into like two smaller meals. But that's not always possible because you might have to eat and go do other stuff in life or whatever. And if you just crushed three, four, 5,000 KJs, you better get the food in and your body's going to figure out what to do with it. 
if it just turns into fat, I don't know where it's going on my body because I'm not seeing it. And I think that if you listen to your body, which sounds like a corny hocus pocus, like listen to your body, it's going to tell you what you want, what it wants. It might just tell you on cheeseburgers. Don't listen to that part. But I think if you educate yourself on what's in the foods you're eating and then you look around at what the options are, like something's going to look good and just think, hey, have I had protein? Hey, have I had some healthy fats? Hey, am I getting the carbs in that I need? Because if you're going to go crush a big ride the next day, you need to be getting in some extra carbs. And I definitely do that. And the way I look at things, since I don't count these carbs or calories, I'm like, am I pretty close to full? I don't want to get full. If if I get over full, then you're going to have trouble digesting it. It's more energy wasted trying to digest things. You're not going to sleep well. You know, I want to eat. I eat early so that I can try to stop eating a couple hours before I go to sleep. Now, again, that with your life schedule, you might naturally like to eat late. I try to like change things up. But a lot of things I do are around trying to be a good performing athlete. So... Sorry, this isn't the best answer, but I really think that if you lean on a gram and a half per kg, that is a good bench, a good starting point. But when in doubt, if you go out and shred, like today I did maximal hill efforts, I did some damage to my body. I want to make sure that I'm coming back strong. And I also want to have enough carbs that I have energy. If you don't eat carbs, that's when you feel smashed after the ride. Like you need that... (laughs) quick energy to get back on your feet. So I also then had a hilarious question. I'm not making fun of this person on YouTube that said, Hey, are you still high carb? Hell yeah. I'm high carb for life. Carbs are energy. Now carbs are the thing that if you don't use them, I can easily see that turning to fat. I'm not saying protein can't turn to fat, but you're just not getting as much protein as carbs in terms of grams. So, you know, I, really just lean my diet towards carbs and that makes it more high carb meaning okay my breakfast is usually always oatmeal with some type of fruit whether it's banana blueberries sometimes i get crazy and put raspberries in there i always use cinnamon and then i'm usually leaning towards honey since i eat a lot of maple syrup on the bike um and then i have a piece of bread fresh bread only that i would say also the biggest change I've made, shout out to our coach, Craig, who challenged everybody to go on just five to 10 grams of sugar per day, not counting bike food. I have eliminated sugar from my diet and I've lost five pounds that I have never been able to lose. Um, I was 178 the other day and I usually raced around like 184 to 186. Um, I'm not always 178. Sometimes I'm like 181, but I haven't seen 182 or 83 in a long time. And then uh, getting rid of preservatives. This is something that I've always wanted to do, but it's easy to eat things that are easy to eat, right? I think it's easy to buy the bread that has a ton of weird stuff that I can't pronounce in it. And I just didn't think there was another option. Now... And I don't know what it is, but now I'm more focused on, I'm going to go out of my way to go to this bakery that has bread that is salt, water, and flour. And I'm going to not eat things that have weird stuff in them, and I'm not going to eat sugar. It did take me three weeks to feel normal. The first 
The first week was okay. The second week, I did not feel that great. My riding was not good. And uh, shout out to our athlete, Daniel, in Switzerland, who had done the similar thing. And so I watched him go through this. And after three, it was three weeks. And it was literally the third week. And he did a threshold workout and crushed it. And he goes, oh, dude, I feel normal again. And so I actually went back to his notes when I was going through this. I was like, okay, when did he feel normal again? And it was like clockwork. So, you know, don't do it in the middle of the season when you have a big race. But I did in, in uh, I did it in the middle of spring, I think it was, that we started this. It's been amazing. My husband, Chris, is trying to do it. Um, and, you know, there's times when something's going to slip in there. But just focusing on it, you eliminate so much crappy sugar. So I eat the bread. And then, you know, I might have like... I don't know what else might I eat like an apple it depends I like to stop eating two to three hours two hours before an endurance ride three hours if it's going to be a hard session I'm usually trying to ride around like 10 11 or 12 so I stop eating I get all my bike stuff together I've been just using maple syrup on the bike and sometimes maltodextrin in bottles with sea salt I go out and do my ride and then for lunch, I'll probably have like rice and beans and some types of veggies or a salad or like saute some spinach up. Uh, could make some, make an omelet maybe. I really love almonds and raisins together. I love tons of fruit, carrots, whatever. Big salads with like seeds and avocados and some olive oil. And then dinner's whatever. Dinner's more where I get a lot of my protein, um, chicken, meats. I don't eat a ton of red meat. I, I do eat pork, not as much as I used to. Just been trying to eat, like, clean it up a lot. And veggies, rice. And then eat to your full, and then that's it. And I really have found that that has been working the best for me out of any other, like, counting or tracking or whatever so you know there was also i'd be interested to hear feedback things like this um i actually haven't heard back from this guy on instagram yet but he was like hey man we need more we need longer podcasts he's like you know and i get it the podcasts that are short i want them to be fast i don't want to be just talking But this guy said, hey, we need more podcasts that are longer, even sometimes if it's just you talking about your training or racing or cycling banter or whatever. Now, I don't think I'm going to go to the extreme of Joe Rogan just yet, but, you know, maybe some more 20-minute podcasts. But I think my goal is that it has to be like this. I think this podcast has a a lot of things that I'm saying right now. I wish someone had just said to me when I was looking through, like, okay, what am I supposed to eat for cycling? And it's hard for us. There's so much stuff out there. It's hard for us to remember everything the first time. So maybe I should like repeat it in a month. And I don't know. I think um, if you want longer podcasts, shoot me a note and be like, yeah, I'm with that dude. We need longer podcasts with more information. Or I think some people really enjoy the short ones because you don't always have 15 minutes to listen to a podcast and you might not want to listen to me for 15 minutes, but you're like, hey, this guy's got some tips, like give it to me in four minutes. And that was really the goal of the short ones, like just something that you can tune into. I try to do them every day, although I fail at that and uh, I have no one to blame. But yeah, this is long enough, 16 minutes. 
If you have more questions, hit us up. Nutrition, a lot of watts are made in the kitchen. The cleaner you eat, the better you will perform. I know it sounds like wish wash, whatever that means, but it's true. And trust me, I was a garbage eater in college. So you can make a change. You can make a difference in your life if you want to, but you just might have to put a little bit of work in, you might have to put some effort in, and you might have to educate yourself, figure out the basics. And remember that at least myself, I wanted to go from zero to like nutritionist. It's going to take a little bit of time and you're going to have some ups and some downs. And that's all part of this journey. Love the process. If you think you're going from cat five to cat one, ASAP, you might do that, but guess what? You as a cat one will be way better in five years than you as a cat one now. And that goes for learning how to eat, how to take care of your body, how to recover, all those things. I actually did a podcast. I actually don't know if they want me to say it yet with somebody else, but we kind of were talking about that. Just this, it's not, everything can't be instant. So and get rid of that instant rice. See you guys. Good luck with your training.